Hi, this is Janine. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine, and this is Get the Funk Out. Today I'm in conversation with Vikas Khanna. He's joining me to talk about the film, The Last Color. Hi there. Hi, Hi, Janine. How are you? Fantastic. I I heard about this film. It just grabbed me. It's just a very powerful story. Could you tell the listeners a little bit about it? It's uh, I written a short story a few years ago, and I thought, you know, I can get it published to make people understand the prejudice against women in some parts of the world. And I think it was very close to my home and close to my heart, and that's why I really wanted to celebrate the freedom they received after Supreme Court orders. So that was the base of the movie, and then we created fictitious character. It's about a little girl who is nine years old. She's a tightrope walker who's trying to save four dollars to go to school. And she befriends with a woman who is seventy years old by the name of Noor, which means light. But she lives in total darkness, and she's a widow who is living in an ashram in Banaras or Varanasi, a, a very ancient city in India. So how their friendships empowers each other, how they, they they start making plans of living a proper life beyond the prejudice of caste system and discrimination against them, and how they they want to celebrate this festival of color, which is called Holi, which is a festival of spring. It's the first day of spring. Entire country celebrates this with splashing colored powders on each other and water. But it was heartbreaking for me to see that you know. I lived through this cycle in my own family or communities or neighborhoods, and we never raised a voice against this culture of a woman who was a widow had no rights. She was either thrown out of the house, mm. she lived in ashrams, or else she was never invited to any family wedding. She couldn't touch newborn babies. She had to live in such abstinence. And that word "colorless" was very hurtful for me because, being a chef for thirty years. Color was everything in nature. That's how we we accept things, and that's how we love food. Color is important for us to see things. Yes. And how it's a symbolic to diversity and nature's creations. So imagine that color's been taken away from these women. As this was really hurtful. This was very. But in 2013, these widows were allowed to touch color for the first time. Mm. That was post a decision of the Supreme Court to intervene and pass orders for rehabilitation for these women. Janine, it was overwhelming looking at these women. Some of them were in the nineties oh. to touch color, and you know, as they were touching color, you know, I remember that someone who witnessed this said, you know, even the locals, even with all the rights and court orders. The locals came and they started yelling at them. You're destroying the fabric <gasps> of the culture. Really? You cannot touch Ugh. color. You are not included in this. I know. For me, when I explained the story to many of my American friends, they were like, "What are you talking about?" I said, "I can't explain. You've got to feel this. Right? That people go through this in their lives, and we are so privileged to be living in this country where we don't even have to question these traditions." But in ancient culture, sometimes you need to bring reforms. You need to ask questions. But you know, sometimes things were changed because of conveniences of the people yes. who wanted to hold more, like power in their hands or something. But I felt when I was writing the story, the novel, I said, you know what? Let's be as honest as possible. Let's show the dark side. Only then you appreciate light. Yes, it's such an important story to tell. 
uh, it must have been, tell me about the process of making the movie. Oh, YouTube. I would, I had no idea of making a movie. I've been running kitchens for 30 years. <laughs> so I would, I would, I remember going to, a, 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 I took a recording studio and I had to record some music, which was in my mind, the theme of the movie. Mm-hmm. I, it just came to my mind. I said, we need to get some artists and record it. So when we were recording in the recording studio, the guy said, who's the music director? And I have no idea about music directors. So I'm Googling, <laughs> under the table, I'm Googling this. And what is the job of a music director? And oh, I'm, like, I'm like, okay, I'll be the music director. That's okay. You need to conceive a music idea and you need to execute. That's just like the kitchen. And yeah. that was interesting that I did everything step by step. We, we did shoot the movie in a lot of different sequences and different schedules because I had to self-fund the entire thing because I said, this is a very important story for us. What happens, Janine, as humans and someone who is working on his third PhD, I realize that people tend to forget and take things for granted if they're not reminded what struggles, what sacrifices, and what pain has gone through to make something which looks normal to us. Yes. And we forget that too fast. Even living in America for 20 years, I feel that in the last few years, we are pushing back to be on the dark side somehow. And while America is the leader of the world, and we worked so hard for equality, there were so many wars which were fought. Right. But somehow, if we do not remind the next generation what has gone through and what these people have gone through, we will go back to the dark space again. You're right. People won't stand up for what they believe is right. Absolutely. Which is so important. It's it, You must be so proud because this is not your background. And look at the powerful film you made. I, I I did not make this movie. I know this is hard to tell people. I did not make this movie. It was it was done through me. Through you, yes. I was just a medium who stood there, and the universe started putting energy and giving right people in my hands. I got to work with India's greatest actress, Meena Gupta. She is one of the most respected actress in my country. And you imagine going to her house, <laughs> pitching her an idea. She thought I was going to talk about a cooking show or something. And it was like, <laughs> I, I tell her the story. She's saying, what's, what's happened to you? I said, and I was crying and she was crying because I narrated her the last sequence of the movie to her, which is very powerful. Because I feel, I mean, you, me, people who are listening, we are all symbolically walking on a tightrope in life. Oh, yes. We are trying to balance our life, professional financial, spiritual, hiding things, now to facing our own self. We are all, all walking on a tightrope. That's why this girl becomes extremely symbolic, walking on a tightrope, is because eventually the person who questions the tradition is the one who's walking on the tightrope the most. Mm. And in the end, you'll see that how I've used it symbolically, it will break and crush your heart to see that how I use that moment as to elevate this girl. And I felt many of the stories and dialogues came from my grandma, who used to kind of console me when I get bullied in the school and come back home bruised or injured. Mm -hmm. And she'll tell me this beautiful phrase. She's saying, you know, look outside. It's the sun who's winning. But who cares? Eventually the universe is placed like this, that the moon is going to have a day too. I love that. One day this tiny moon is going to eclipse the sun. And no one forgets when they see an eclipse. No one forgets. Right. You think, let them win every day, but your victory will be memorable. 
And that's what that was something I wanted to hear every day, almost again and again, almost on a repeat mode. And she'll say, "You're my moon." Mm. And when you win, the entire world will watch. I'm I'm thinking that you know I don't know why she used to say that to me, make maybe to make me feel normal. <laughs> but but it was it's it stuck with me all these years. It's you know, beautiful. being a person of color and who had a dream to win a Michelin star comes to America barehanded. and fight for that every single day trains himself for that and i think that thing really helped me saying that just wait the universe is placed like this that the small moon will eclipse the sun one day mm. i i'm listening t- to you and taking all this in because uh i had a very special relationship with my grandmother and i love how you have taken that relationship and instilled that in you and what you do oh <laughs> I I learned how to cook from her. She was my first teacher. Oh. Amazing. So I just every time I'm cooking I'm holding her legacy in my hand. I love it. But you're perpetuating the legacy of her recipes and traditions and things like that. It's wonderful. Absolutely. And the storytelling and how she empowered a, a a differently able child like me and not going to let it forget myself or not to the people around me. Mhm. That eventually we can achieve anything we want. If, if we just need to stay very, very focused and train ourselves, and it's hard. I the theme of my show is based on the fact that we all go through these ups and downs and these struggles, and through those darkest moments, you can learn some incredible things about yourself, and turn another corner and find something wonderful. I think one of the darkest things which I experienced in the cooking world has to be, and the film work is okay, but I remember I was cooking in Paris and. I tried to make a dish for the main chef just wanted to impress him it was 2008 and he tells me that tells that brown sh- that I'll never eat anything touched by his dark hands <gasps> so I I was like for me it was like uh, it was important to go through that somehow because I was kind of patronizing him mm-hmm. all these years and I just wanted to work with him but seeing that he was so he was he was so well accomplished he is so well accomplished and never achieved that I know that but to understand his compassion was so limited yes. that he thought that my definition was just my skin color and i think it is it is necessary for me at that day i remember going back to my apartment in the basement of this building and scrubbing my hands like crazy and i said why am i doing this because that thing wouldn't leave me and every time i wash my hands even now i think of that moment tell that brown that anything that touches his dark hands and never eat it so i kept thinking that um that moment was defining moment and it was necessary for me because i said i'm never going to come back to paris without a michelin star somehow that makes me feel equal and i think he really pushed me and he actually helped me in so many ways so when you're talking about your show about ups and downs yes the downs are necessary because when you are knocked on a wall and yes. you know you, people don't let you breathe that is when you understand what you're made of your resilience and how you come back and how you push back and fight and rise and i think that is necessary i think janine what you're doing is so inspiring for people to hear because everybody has is going through some kind of challenges in their life oh yes and we don't we're not aware we're not patient and empathetic and there are so many people that go through things and you have no idea what what some what it's like to walk in someone else's shoes yeah, um absolutely. i have a quote I had written down sometimes the worst thing that happens to you turns out to be the best thing that ever happened. Ah, uh, you know, in my kitchen I used to have just one line 
which said, they came to bury me, they forgot I was a seed. Oh. I just <laughs> breathed on that coat. It's, they used it in the Mexican Revolution. They came to bury us, they forgot we were seeds. Wow. Because even the seed has to go through that darkness and breaking open. Yes. And that is the time the seeds sometimes feel that this is the end. But that is the most powerful thing which is going to make it rise above the gravity. Yes. Yeah, it's amazing. So where can people find out more information about the film? Today we opened the movie at Town 5 Cinemas, and uh, we're excited about that. First time, my movie, first movie is in L.A. Can't get bigger than this. Fantastic. We are super excited about that. And what's the website for the film? TheLastColorFilm.com Fantastic. Well, congratulations. I know we have to wrap up, but I've really enjoyed chatting with you and fantastic film. Such an important story. Thank you. Be well. Thank you so much. If you missed any part of this conversation, everything is up on the show blog, which is getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. You can also follow the show on Twitter at moms, M-O-M-Z underscore rock. You can find me on Instagram at Janine Bernstein, J-A-N-E-A-N-E-B-E-R-N-S-T-E-I-N, and also on Facebook. And if you're not familiar with KUCI, our complete list of public affairs and music programming is found on www.kuci.org. Listen locally at KUCI 88.9 FM, or you can stream us worldwide at KUCI.org. 